to A Reader's Book Corner, a weekly podcast hosted by author and avid reader, Teresa Beasley, that focuses on discussing and supporting indie books and the authors who write them. And here's your host, Teresa Beasley. Hello, and welcome to A Reader's Book Corner. I'm your host, Teresa Beasley, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing thriller writer Donna Zadinsky. Did I get that right? Zadonaski. Zadonaski. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was so far off. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so how are you doing today, Donna? I'm doing very well. Good, good. So whenever I interview someone, I always want to ask them, my first question is always, what drew you to writing thrillers and mystery? Um, I love stories that you can figure out who's doing what and the suspense that keeps you turning the pages. Yeah. I've always just been, I love mysteries. So. So do you look at a lot of mystery channels or thriller channels that show thrillers and movie like movies or. I do. I, I love horror films and like FBI shows yeah. to figure out who's doing what, you know, like when bones used to be on TV you try to figure out, figure out who. <laughs> who did it. <laughs> right. Yes. I, I love horror movies too. So yeah, that's right in my alley as well. Um, so now your latest title that night um, released this year in January. So what was the inspiration behind that particular book? Um, there really wasn't. Um, I just had these characters in inside my head that just wouldn't go away. And Technically, one of the students, teenagers in the book, um, was killed, but that's not actually what happens in the book. So things oh, okay. don't always happen the way um, I think at first that they're going to happen until I'm writing. And then the characters kind of take over the story and pretty much do what they want to do. So I kind of just follow their lead. And obviously when I get finished with the, the rough draft, I go through it and tweak it and change things. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about the um, main character, Kat Palmer. So she is sort of like her father. He's a detective and she loves solving cases so she takes like right after him follows in his footsteps in early spring her mom passes away from pancreatic cancer and she kind of tells herself okay I'm gonna stop doing you know detective work I'm just she starts to shield herself away from friends and life um, but at the first day of school she sees her a couple of her classmates just acting strange something is just off because she went away for the summer to her grandparents house and when she came home it's like everything had changed kids are hanging out that they've never hung out with before and mm -hmm. she starts hearing bits and pieces of their conversation and now she's throws herself into the case trying to figure out what is going on and you know what happened during the summer because she does find out that a girl was killed in the woods um 
near their hometown and she thinks that the classmates are involved somehow so she that's why she starts kind of following them and listening in on their conversations uh, so she ends up having to investigate the friends to see what's going on exactly and one of them happens to be her boyfriend oh so no she's like <laughs> Yeah, oh, is my is my boyfriend, you know, a killer? Yeah. Killer? Oh, yeah. that's like a sticky situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so now tell us a little bit about your process of writing your books. Do you like re- do a lot of research or do you have like a certain type of process that you use? Um, it, it depends what my book is about. Um, there's some of the books like Family Secrets where I had to do a lot of research because the main character worked for NASA. And obviously I have no clue what the schooling is for NASA or what they do on a daily basis. So I had to do a lot of research. Um, obviously like um, in my Craven Falls series, I had to do research on um, how long it takes for depending on the weather for a dead body to decompose. So I had to do research on that to find out, you know, okay. So if they've been in this shed or whatever for months or weeks or whatever, how how should they look because of the temperature and all that. So it just depends on the book and what the plot's about on how much research I have to do. Okay. So can you share um, a tip that has helped you in writing your thrillers? A tip. Um, Just to make sure that the uh, antagonist isn't too easy to uncover. Um, I do drop hints usually at the beginning um, who, you know, how they are fitting into it because I don't want them, like my antagonist obviously would be the person who's doing the crime. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to figure it out too soon because I like to do a twist and surprise them at the end. Yeah. Saying, oh, you thought that it was this person, but it's not. (laughs) I love books like that where I think I have like a list and I'm like, okay, it's got to be this person or it's got to be him or it's got to be her. And then I get to the end of the book and it's somebody totally different that I didn't suspect at all. I love that. Um, I, in fact, a lot of people that have read uh, my latest novel that night has been completely taken off guard. They were like, I did not figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's the way it's supposed to be. That's how mysteries and thrillers are supposed to be. You're supposed to just take the ride, the journey with the character, the main character, and just see if you can figure it out before them. But if you don't, that's, that's like the best part, not figuring it out until the end. I've read too many books where I can, you know, just sort of guess within the first few chapters or whatever this is how it's gonna end or it's this person and I usually am correct and sometimes I'm surprised that I was (laughs) just a little off (laughs) yeah like some um they always say drop little red herrings little small clues that make the people guess make the readers guess exactly they might think it is but don't reveal too much exactly yeah because you want them to get to the end of the book and then realize oh my god it was this person and I didn't see that coming especially when you're doing like your the different twist in the story so yeah yes 
Um, so do you think it's hard writing, is it harder to write mysteries than it is thrillers, even though most thrillers um, have a little me, bit of mystery to them? Well, I combined my books with a little bit of both. Um, it's not too different um, because the mystery, you're trying to figure out who done it and why they did it. And adding the thriller to it is keeping the readers on the edge of their seat to keep turning the page to find out how the book's going to end. So I kind of like mix them both because as I end each chapter, I try to end it where you have to go to the next chapter. Go, oh my <laughs> yeah. God, what's going to happen? Right. <laughs> so a lot of times to me, thrillers and mysteries are kind of connected anyway, because yes. most thrillers have a little bit of mystery in them. And most mysteries have a little suspense in them. So they have the thrill going on in them. So yes. they, it's kind of like they're, they're meant to be together. They're connected anyway. Correct. Great. So um, tell us a little bit about your um, Craven Falls mystery series. So um, when I first developed the town, it was in my third book of Secrets and Second Chances series. Mm -hmm. um, I developed a town in Twisted Secrets called Craven Falls, which is actually based on a hometown called Newton Falls, oh, Ohio. Okay. And um, because the Twisted Secrets novel is dedicated to my best friend, Angie. Aww. And so I had asked her a whole bunch of different questions, you know, like um, I had her pick the character name and what she would want um, as her career, if she could have, you know, the career she's always wanted. Right. So I kind of just started building the plot with that kind of, you know, um, Twisted Secrets is a little different because it's got six main characters in it. Oh. And it's the first novel I did with so many characters. So Craven Falls is a three book trilogy of the young adults. Um, it's the dead girl under the bleachers, buried secrets and the body in the road. Oh, okay. um, and I like the Craven Falls town so much in Twisted Secrets that I knew there was more to happen in that town, a story to tell. And when I came up with the plot for the dead girl under the bleachers, um, it wasn't actually supposed to be a trilogy. Um, but as I was writing it, the two other characters that came in to my mind obviously became book two and then as I was writing book two became book three and yeah, so it kind of <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of became a trilogy even though it originally started exactly. off as just having the one book so your secrets and second chances series is that a branch off of the Craven Falls or is Craven Falls a branch off of it Craven Falls is the branch off of it oh, okay um because so some of the yeah, Twisted Secrets. Um, so Family Secrets um, is book one, and that is the based in Florida. Um, book two, Hidden Secrets, um, is in Illinois um, because of the characters. Um, and mm -hmm. book three is in Craven Falls, Ohio, because that's where each of the friends live. Oh, okay. 
So I just came up with their own stories in that town because they are three three best friends, but they live in separate states. Oh, okay. And the what I was planning on doing was writing a book about three best friends. But as I was writing it, it would have been 300,000 words probably. <laughs> so, so that's why I broke it up into their own story. And right. they connect because they are best friends. Oh, okay. And that's how they connect. They don't like the stories don't connect. It's the characters that connect. The characters that connect. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that and, yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. in the Craven Falls series, the the stories connect with different characters. Characters. Yeah. Okay. So Craven's Falls is the story, not the characters that connects Correct. all of them together. But in the yeah. other series, it's your characters that connects that series together. Correct. So, but they all can be read as standalones? Yeah, they can. Um, well, the Craven Falls series should be read in order, be, okay. even though I kind of refresh what's going on, what happened in book one, but I don't okay. give out too much because I do want you to read the first one before you read the second one um because when you get to the end of book three you might not understand how it all all came, came together yeah 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 when it comes to series i i like to start with the first book and just follow the series through even if they right. are standalones i still think it's better for the the reading experience if you read them in order Yes, I just, that's just how I like to read series. I mean, I don't I don't like to jump around because, I mean, there might be something in even though they're standalones, there might be something in the previous books that might help you understand the book that you're reading currently. So I like to always just read them in order. It just makes sense to do. that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> some, <laughs> Otherwise, you know you're lost. And I've done yeah. that before. Yeah. I'll pick up a book lost. not knowing it's part of a series and I'll be like, I'm a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute, what book am I reading? And you find out you're on book four and there's three books ahead. Exactly. And you're like, oh man, I picked up the wrong. <laughs> I just recently did that. I had, I purchased book two, not knowing that it was part of a series. And I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't sound right. So then I look, I look up the author and I'm like, oh my God, this is part of a series. I didn't get book one. So I had to go back and get book one and start start all over again. Because yeah. it was a, the second book. I wasn't understanding what was going on because I hadn't read the first book. So exactly. Yeah. That's what's always good people to read books in order. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so now are you an avid reader? Do you read a lot? I do. Um, so I usually read a paperback book. Um, at work and I try to read it outside of work it's just I work night shift at Amazon oh. and I work 10-hour shifts so it's Whoa. really hard to um, find time to read at home so I usually read on my breaks at work oh, okay. um, but my drive into work is about 45 minutes uh, one way so I audiobook Oh, good, good. Yeah. So I usually got like two books I'm reading and one I'm working on at home. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me working. I'm working on two, but I'm also reading two. So, yeah. Yes. It's just the life of an Arthur. 
that's just yes, us. it is that's writers <laughs> so what was the um the last book that you've read um what was your favorite book that you read like that was a really good book that you would suggest to someone else uh well my favorite book of all time is misery by stephen king oh yes yeah that that has that wasn't the latest book you've read Oh, no. My latest book that I'm reading right now is, um, I actually have it in the car, <laughs> As Good as Dead by Whoa. Holly Jackson. Oh, I just finished that series. It's book three. <laughs> book three. Yes, yes. I just finished that series. I just recently read that um, a couple of weeks ago, and I think I have the... Yeah, I'm close only... to the end. <laughs> oh, you're close to the end? Yeah, that one took a yeah. different turn for me. Um, I, I liked the first one and the second one, but the third book took a it took a big turn. I was some of the stuff yeah, that happened, and of, I wasn't expecting it. Exactly. I'm kind of I was taken off guard. <laughs> I was yes. like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was too. When the twist happened in that, I was like, wait a minute, why is what? <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me how it ends <laughs> no 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 you have to read it to see how it ends but yeah the twist in it kind of threw me off I was like caught really off guard with that one <laughs> so um what new projects are you working on I'm working on uh, Mia's story she is a character in that night okay um because the way I ended the uh book of that night um with Mia and Kat going into Kat's room and shutting the door because something happened to Mia um, during the summer. Okay. Um, and I don't know if you've read the book, but Mia- No, don't tell me, don't tell me. <laughs> oh, well, it's it's known at the beginning of the book that she okay. tried to kill herself. Oh, um, okay. So her story is for the readers to find out why she did it, what led up to that. But it's also a story about a mother and a daughter relationship because oh. the mom ends up finding her. Oh. And so I haven't read or came across too many movies or shows where a mother or a parent tells what they're going through when they find their child who has attempted suicide, but... Right she saves her daughter you know she has found her in time so i want readers to be able to know this is what a parent and a mother goes through when you know their own child has tried to commit suicide wow their feelings and what they're thinking you know is it my fault why didn't i see the signs and you know they're blaming themselves but yet she also finds out why her daughter did it and that ends up bringing them closer towards the yeah. end yeah okay so it's how the how her mom is processing what's happened to her daughter yes so there's oh. there's the two characters mia and her mom judith and obviously cats in it because yeah. cats her best uh, mia's best friend um, she doesn't play a big part in it, but, you know, cause it's more Mia and Judith, mm -hmm. um, and her family, her dad and her brother. So, oh, so that's going to be a really deep one. That's gonna it, really it's, deep. it's deep. Um, it definitely changes your mind. I mean, it just messes with your head sometimes because yeah. you're like, 
okay, um, you got to make sure that there's enough empathy and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and working on a mother daughter relationship where they haven't gotten along and they don't mm-hmm. have that closeness that their neighbor cat and her mother had. And Judith, I mean, she has her own issues to where she's a workaholic. So she mm-hmm. tends to be more at work than at home. And Obviously, Mia doesn't get the affection of a mother that she should have gotten yeah, through yeah. her teenage years. So they're, they're, they have a lot to work on as their story gets deeper. Deeper. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. Especially if her mom hasn't been really present. So, yeah, that's going to be a really good one. So, it, and I, I mean, it, it is a little different than the mystery that I write because it isn't, I mean, it kind of works its way up to what happened and why she ended up doing it okay um but i don't leave it as a big mystery because to me it's more of connecting the mother and daughter Daughter. together yeah Yeah, it's more Um, of that relationship right. right and i've written many books in the past with teen suicide and bullying Mm -hmm. um helped me and i ended up winning 14 different awards um, was a novella, but it was based on real events of my daughter's friend who was a cutter. Oh. So it was very, uh, and I, you know, I asked him, do you care if I, I, I write something about this? And he's right. like, no, you know, that's fine. And it just took off. I mean, I've had emails from teenagers saying, thank you for writing this. And, you know, some had troubles because they were triggers, you know, right. cutting and stuff. But yeah, I ended up winning 14 different awards um, for that novella. So well, yeah, and it's something that needs to be the story needs to be told. So exactly. others can understand, you know, why people do that? Why do they cut? Um, there's some hidden meaning that's going on with that. So that's like bringing exactly. awareness. It's like bringing awareness. So I see why you won the awards because that is bringing awareness to teens that might, you know, be going through that now. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, when did you write that novella? Um, that one got published, let me think a little bit, 2015. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still irrelevant, though. It's still relevant because, you know, yes, kids yes. are still going through stuff like that. So exactly. And some worse than others. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So can you share one thing about yourself that your, re- your readers may not know about you? Um, well, probably a lot of them don't know. <laughs> I am a huge Anne of Green Gables fan. Oh. Um, I've probably watched um, the three movie trilogy uh at least 20 to 30 times <laughs> and it's about nine hours long oh man so, it's my favorite though and i'll re-watch it even though i've seen it so many times and, so many it's times. Just, and you already yeah. know what's gonna happen but you still i do help. and i don't it's just i don't know i just love it i just love Anne and how her and gil get together and <laughs> It's it's a love story, you know. It's yeah, yeah. But I'm like that too. I can't I can't talk because I'm a big Murder She Wrote fan. 
So, mm -hmm. and I have the whole box sets, all 12 episodes, um, 12 seasons rather. And I binge watch them all the time. And even though I know what's going to happen, I still find new different clues and new things when I'm watching. Exactly. It. So, you know, even though, you know, I mean, sometimes you can rewatch something and find something new in it exactly. every time you watch it. So um, I'm like that too. <laughs> so Donna, can you share with um, our listeners where they can reach you, where they can find you and your books? Yes, you can find my books on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Nobles. I have a website. It's um, www.donnazadanaski.com. And that is my author blog where you can find any um, new events going on, my latest books. If there's any, um, I just recently had a Kindle giveaway on Goodreads, 100, kin, uh, 100 ebooks um, that you could enter to, you know, a reader will win an ebook of my latest novel. Um, so yeah, you can go to that website and find out there's, it even has all my other books. It has book trailers that I've made of each book and a little bit more about myself. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I want to thank you for stopping by and chatting with me about your series um, and your new newest release that night. So everyone, if you are an indie author or you want to suggest that indie book to a Reader's Book Corner podcast, feel free to email me at tabeasley at arbookcorner.com. And once again, I want to thank the lovely Donna for stopping by and talking with us today. So until next time, readers and listeners, happy reading.